Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. Baby. Hello, Destiny. Hello, Lizzie. In We're person. Here. Yay. It's all happening. Oh, my gosh. I drove to work today, and oh while gosh. there was still some dirty, gross snow on the side of the road, no ice on the road. Love yeah, that. I haven't fallen and hit my head in days. Love that. <laughs> Although I did um, at the intersection of Park and McLaughlin. For anybody who knows about that, and if you don't, that's fine. Just imagine mm-hmm. it's an intersection mm-hmm. and a busy one. <laughs> um, it was like a four-way stop today, which was shocking because it's a busy oh, yeah, major that's intersection. Busy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also did see a TikTok of that same intersection that was set to circus music of people just absolutely eating it. Um, trying to walk down it because it was covered in ice <laughs> when it was covered in ice yeah. cars careening down it into mm-hmm. 99 oh because they didn't anticipate it would be so icy so completely different landscape here in Portland just yeah. a few days later um, so I'm glad to report that we are safe and warm yes um, the heat is on and yeah. then you know what it's 40 degrees outside so we don't even need it yeah Not like we did when it was 13 degrees yes it's it's great to be here it's great to see you in person is working. I know love that I came you got to your the shower, office this morning. Your warm I finally shower, got I a shower. Yeah. Yay. I came to the office this morning and like there's all these people in the yes. office today. Like I think my everyone friends. was like people starved. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw like several people I haven't seen in a while. I'm like, yay. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you. And then you. Oh my gosh. Well, we're all here. It's Welcome a social to dream. Podcast. You're Welcome here too. to Why Though the Podcast where we talk to each other like people. We do. This is the podcast where we take Lizzie's critically acclaimed, in my opinion, <laughs> advice column from OregonLive.com slash Why Though where you can find all her old advice columns turn it into a podcast and here we are yeah it's very exciting this is destiny johnson the producer of this podcast she is a very crucial element that makes it all work in fact someone this weekend was like how long does it take you to i was just at a child's birthday party last night and someone asked me about the podcast they said they'd seen it on the front page of the oregonian i was like (gasps) the paper came out it was the website sure, yes. <laughs> i was like wow they're p- putting my oh i didn't even date to think that <laughs> he saw he said he saw so my funny. face and i was like oh cool and um anyway i was like how long does it take you to do the podcast i was like well for me i, I talk for like half an hour it takes destiny a little bit more time so yeah, we appreciate not it heavy lifting but, but still thank you so much i appreciate yeah. it it's a labor of joy to be honest yeah. it's quite fun um and uh, if you have more behind the scenes questions like that or anything else for Lizzie, you can text her. You text me. Text me. Uh, text the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then click the link and subscribe. This isn't exactly behind the scenes, but if you want to watch us, um, you can go to Oregon, Oregon, the Oregonians. <laughs> I almost said Oregon Live's YouTube channel, which is true. It's true. You know but what? what I was going to say was the Oregonians YouTube channel mm-hmm. and my brain mixed it up. But Oregon Live or the Oregonians YouTube channel, um, we do upload a video of our cute faces doing this podcast. It's so week. cute. It's part of the thing cute. that I edit. So you, the least you could do is watch it. Please watch <laughs> us. You know, we actually put on clothes. It's true. And I put on these frilly you have cute socks, socks on yeah actually I, th- um, that's the first thing. i looked over and i was like oh cute socks my s- legs aren't super well shaved but you know Mine what are either but you can't see them so. that's i just take that the patriarchy mm-hmm. <laughs> too, if we're taking it to the patriarchy so whatever um amazing but yeah we're here we're here and we have a cool follow-up uh, yes because we left you kind of hanging last week mm-hmm. we started talking about um is somebody who wrote in who was talking about hearing loss and their father father, and also there's themselves um and lizzie you said you were going to reach out to um like a specialist in the field maybe an audiologist or something we weren't exactly sure and boy did you yeah i did and you know what's awesome about this we've never really done this before in that 
um well i guess this is what we do all the time we put out the podcast and then mm-hmm. i write the column but i guess what hasn't really happened in this way before is that i got a lot of comments about the column like about the podcast before i've even written my column thank you so much for listening thanks for listening really oh my, my gosh <laughs> like if you're listening you know you can do the text thing or you can also just send me an email and tell me you're listening yeah or destiny we because we like love to hear it so true to be honest yeah um and if you have feedback send it to me because i really appreciate it and multiple people re- emailed me i also reached out to an audiologist so my column this week is going to be what I heard from that audiologist that I reached out to. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm going to do another follow-up because I got just today this um, amazing email from another audiologist mm-hmm. that had a lot of very practical advice. Yeah. So I thought we could share a little bit of that with you before we move on to our next subject. So, cause last week, yeah, it was kind of interesting. You started reading the question. I was like, Ooh, this is what I should probably reach out to someone for. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not that we couldn't talk about it just yeah. in general. It's nice to just right. be humans to talk about things, but yeah, we certainly weren't, um, the We're people not the to give, we didn't yeah, go to college give for advice this. on <laughs> yeah. the subject. We could just, talk about it right right (laughs) so i'm glad that you were able to reach out to somebody but yeah philip king a portland-based um audiologist he's the one who actually emailed me yes he emailed lizzie uh he's associated with the oregon um academy of audiology we googled him he's legit Mm -hmm. um wrote him with a lot of really great uh and succinct um advice yeah to give to the person who wrote in and also their father so we thought we would maybe go through yeah Yeah. we can read some of it and then um just check out the column which We'll, you'll be listening to this on Thursday or mm-hmm. anytime after that. And then the column comes out on Tuesday. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put a lot more of his response in the column. Yep. And again, you can find that at organlive.com slash why though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. Yes. It's the cool spelling. <laughs> um, what I found particularly yeah, tell us interesting is I talked a little bit about this because I knew a little bit about it just from having heard just from living just a little bit um about like captioned phone calls um yeah and the expert i talked to also mentioned this This is a good one but i didn't really know like what about it so um this audiologist philip king says um there are captioned phone calls that can be installed for free as long as um the the person has a landline um and they caption conversations in real time Uh, When they install the phone, they can also teach the user how to use the phone. Um, There is a federal access fee that we all pay on our phone bills that can be used to help with services for the deaf, deaf, excuse me, or hard of hearing individuals um, such as these caption calls. There are several caption call service providers that any audiologist or physician can fill out for the individual stating that they have hearing loss and need this device. FaceTiming can also be helpful as well because having visual input as described above um, can be an additional help. And um, as described above, uh, Dr. King said uh, that, uh, you know, seeing somebody face to face is helpful, as Lizzie mentioned when we talked about this a little bit, um, that uh, visual input is really helpful. Getting someone's attention when you're talking to them um, helps them to focus better and getting rid of um, a lot of other distractions when you're talking to somebody who is hard of hearing is really helpful, sort of um, whether that be distracting other distracting noises or other distracting things in the environment can really help um somebody who's hard of hearing so yeah i thought it was also interesting how he mentioned you know that helps people who 
aren't hard of hearing too absolutely and i was just just as you were talking i was like oh i'm looking at destiny and it's a lot easier to focus i mean like hearing and listening is so much more than just the words coming out of your mouth and the you know think about when you're trying when you're pulling into a parking lot and you're looking for a parking spot what's the first thing you do you turn on that radio right it helps you see better (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) but it does right you know what i mean it's just you're cutting down the extra you know, it's yeah. this extra sensory input right. for sure. And that's why talking to someone in person is so much easier than talking to someone over the phone because mm-hmm. um, if you miss something that they say word-wise, you can see it on their face. You mm-hmm. can like, and even if it's not the actual word, it's just the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was really interesting. And just just for this, this moment, I was like, oh yeah, looking at Destiny, I, that's why, you know, you might want to watch the podcast. Yeah. To see how <laughs> there you go. I also thought it this kind of goes with the with the calls, but um most hearing aids, uh Philip King says, most hearing aids now have Bluetooth connectivity, which can correct uh directly connect with uh caption call services and even cell phones, as long as a cell phone has Bluetooth. Almost any smart cell phone should connect. If someone is unsure if hearing aids can connect with a cell phone, you can call um the hearing aid company and speak with their customer service team. Um, and that way you can get the captioning through your hearing aids through your cell phone as well, which is super cool. Um, and they also mentioned that, and this was in direct response to the person who wrote in about their dad having tried hearing aids and really not being for them. Uh, they sort of addressed this phenomenon that Mm -hmm. it's, that it is a common phenomenon that, Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, like the hearing aid process, you have you have to wear them all the time, right? All the time, even when you're alone. That it just it is a new experience, and and it's enhancing everything, including background noise, including things that you may have right. never heard before, yeah. or things that your ears had tuned out for such a long time mm-hmm. that it can be very overwhelming. And so you have to really take the time to get used to them, and it can be really really hard. And so yeah. um, their advice was to just wear them just yeah wear them and um they thought it was a really good advice from lizzie to for the person who wrote in to go to a doctor's appointment with their father if mm-hmm. they could um to talk about all the new technology yeah um, and how they could utilize it best for their father how their father could best utilize the new technology which i thought was a great idea as well yeah yeah i think that actually and the other person the other expert um mentioned something very similar that it can take one or two months mm-hmm. to really yeah. like get that it's very frustrating and it's exhausting yeah and you have to do it all the time i mean think about like my only experience (laughs) would be glasses if i took off my glasses when i wasn't using them i Mm -hmm. i would have a headache all the time right yes i know i have a headache all the time but (laughs) uh you know okay that's not a good example but yes it is it's the same kind of thing right i thought this was also a really interesting one um that i think is important to remember that repetition is an inevitable part of communication breakdowns. So having a good strategy can help ease communication between the speaker and the listener. If the speaker says something the listener didn't understand, rather than saying, what did you say? Or, huh? Encourage the listener to give parts of what was understood. For example, the listener can say, I heard you were talking about the car getting something. Was it supposed to get cleaned or get gas? That way the speaker only has to respond to the word gas. This signals to both the speaker and the listener that the breakdown only occurred with part of the conversation rather than the whole conversation being missed. I thought that was super helpful, especially because as someone who's had that issue Mm -hmm. and I know that one of the things that can just get so tiring is like saying what, like, or like hearing what, or like, Mm -hmm. 
And it can cause the person who can't hear as well to totally disengage yeah. because they don't want to have to go through that over and over again. Mm -hmm. So making it part of the conversation and being like just and maybe this this is something that I say about lots of things, but like accepting the reality versus wanting it to be a different way can mm -hmm. really help and being like this is how it is sometimes you're not going to understand everything I say but if we mm -hmm. have a plan for the way we're going to communicate it um yeah that seems really powerful to me also I think everybody can relate to whether you or somebody you're communicating with is, is hard of hearing or not yeah it can be irritating to repeat yourself yes. um multiple times mm -hmm. particularly um, I am a chronic mumbler. I mm. know I don't sound like it right now. This is uh, now <laughs> you're getting me after several years of television training. Um, me prior to several years of television training, slight Southern accent, mumbling quietly to myself, trying to have conversations with other people. Not great. Um, so I used to be asked to repeat myself a lot just mm -hmm. like by my family it would really irritate me and I would mm -hmm. like by the second or third time I was asked to repeat myself I'd be like it's no. literally not worth it right. so I can only imagine when you have the extra barrier that you you reach that threshold of irritation even quicker but when somebody is making that extra effort to be like I heard most of what you said which tells me you're interested in what I have to right. say yeah um and you really want that last piece right. of what I had to say I think that that shows an investment mm -hmm. um and I, I think that's just a really smart way to show that you are engaged in what that person's saying in like a kind way right. like an empathetic way yeah and I think both people can be both sides can be like more thoughtful because I was thinking when you said that when one of my grandmas was RIP love you grandma Joan um shout out to grandma Joan shout out to grandma Joan <laughs> when she was older I, I would talk to her on the phone a lot I love my grandma and she would always she could never understand the messages I left on her mm. machine and she was always like enunciate actually both of my grandmas <laughs> and maybe I wasn't enunciating but they got more obsessed with me enunciating the older they got sure. and I know they both had hearing issues and um yelling at your grandkids to enunciate <laughs> might not be the most useful sure <laughs> you know i also understand totally understand that impulse to be like it can't be my problem it's obviously this little Correct. child's sure. problem but like communication is a two-way street so both parties have to be invested in the outcome which yeah the goal really is to understand each other mm -hmm. and to and to maintain this relationship which is so important to humanity yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that was something that struck me about the person who wrote in was that they so clearly cared about their dad mm -hmm. not feeling isolated their dad being able to deal with this issue as it continues on mm -hmm. um and kind of as we mentioned it is often a progressive issue so them trying to get sort of ahead of it was right. i don't know struck me as like very sweet yeah um i'm gonna do something weird to equalize the pressure in my ears uh okay. mind your business good good job I understand. Um, I, yeah, I just am so grateful for everyone who responded. And yeah, if you guys, guys check out the column next week, I will have more from Philip. If you check out the column this week, which is coming out today, so you already can. Yeah. We'll have multiple columns about this. I mean, sometimes I'm surprised at the things that really people are really invested in. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who responded and keep responding. We love to, I love it. Um, I, I only got very interesting, thoughtful, engaged responses. And um, yeah. I sort of love that as journalists, sometimes you stumble into things 
um, like special interests or yeah. areas of special knowledge and like people who have had this area of special like expertise come out of the woodwork and they're like, it's my time to shine. Right. And you're like, yes. You yes, know, like it you, is. You like didn't know uh-huh. that these people exist like en masse and mm-hmm. you like stumble into this community and you're like, yes, give me all your knowledge. Right. Um, so I love when little things like that happen. So and also so it's much like, for yeah, guys. I appreciate it. Like clearly an issue that a lot of people have to deal with. Yeah. You absolutely. know, and that's the other thing. It's like, like yeah. anecdotally, but Anecdot- now you're seeing yeah. like yeah. the bigger picture. Too, totally. So, so cool. I just want to say thank you and uh, keep it coming. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, Destiny, to totally switch gears now? I'm ready. Do you have a smash or pass for oh, this week? Let's. I do. Okay. I both. Okay. She has a smash and a pass. <laughs> I do. Let's start with uh, smash. Yeah, we're moving on to smash or pass. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, this is a little segment where we talk about things that we love, aka things we'll smash. And things that we don't love so much, aka things we might pass on. Yeah. This week, I'm going to smash a little show from the late 90s called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Sorry. (laughs) You just discovered this. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I used to watch it as a kid. Okay. I started rewatching it. I um, go through phases with television where, like, I'm watching something that requires a lot of my attention. Mm -hmm. And then none of my intention mm-hmm. because i as we've previously discussed am a person who crafts uh-huh. if i'm crafting i'm i don't want to give that much attention to totally. anything really right. music or television um because i'm not really looking at the tv um whose line is it anyway doesn't require a lot of your attention mm-hmm. but it is so funny and it n- it doesn't all hold up let me be yeah <laughs> let me be clear most of it does though <laughs> and it is still so funny. so describe for those Children in the audience. What sure. is whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? Is a show a completely improv show? It's it really like introduced improv to so it many really people. It really did. It like mainstreamed improv in this way. So like I would say kind of like at the height of improv in the late nineties, mm. it mainstreamed it into a show where they took four people, three main people basically, Colin Mockery. Ryan Stiles and Wayne Brady, who I feel like probably <laughs> is yeah. the most you'd recognize him. Yeah, ma- yeah, you would recognize Wayne Brady. Um, and Drew Carey, the Drew Carey was the host, okay. and then Laura Hall, who turned me gay, was <laughs> <laughs> played the piano for them. And they would just like do all these little skits, like they would pull things out of a hat, and they would have to do the skit out of a hat, like th- things they'd never seen. And it's so funny. And I find so much improv and a lot of comedy really secondhand embarrassing mm-hmm. like i can't sit through a lot of it it makes me squirm i don't <laughs> like it i think most comedians have to hate themselves to a certain degree mm-hmm. and that just makes me a little uncomfortable <laughs> um but i think whose line is very funny in a wholesome way sometimes it's not wholesome don't get me right. wrong but uh holds up man and i grew up watching I feel it like i should I watch it. It. It, it it's really good i haven't watched any of the reboot where mm. oh my gosh what's her name um i can't remember I her name she plays lana and archer she oh. plays her voice alicia i don't know oh my goodness i can't remember she's so beautiful um, i can't remember her name off the top of my head but sh- it's a new host they okay. rebooted it in like 2013 it's been going on oh, for wow. like 10 years still um and it's got wayne brady colin mockery and um ryan styles okay. in it as well in a in a, a fourth person who's like a mystery person yeah. each time um, I haven't watched any of the new one yet, but, but I'm going to make my one. way through the old one and then move on to the new one. Thing. So I, funny. I did improv for a while and um, brave, so I would brave. never do it in front of like a group. Never in front of an audience. I no. just did it for like a mental exercise. And I it's really hard, really fun. And yeah, I would like never have 
wished my worst enemy to have to watch me do it because it's like so humiliating because of course I'm not like good at it but people who are good at it it is so amazing it is such a skill it's you know like we're writers um I can understand like writing something and you know having people perform it or whatever like Mm -hmm. that but like just coming up with this stuff it's off the top of your head and making it so So funny and the really good people they really are you know what I mean? This yeah. is not like yes. a premeditated. No. Unreal. I wish to be that clever, truly. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's good. If That's you're good looking one. for something funny to watch, okay. it's, it's up there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to smash this week um, hanging out with my child, like who seems to have grown up so much in the last year. Oh. I don't. She's four now. And um, we so spent cute. the last week at home, like many people. Mm, uh-huh, yeah. And. I in fluctuating states of of having power. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, for a while yeah. we didn't have power. We didn't have power for a day, like twenty four hours, and we spent a little time in a hotel. That's a good privilege, a big privilege that yeah. I have. Um, but then after that we were like iced in, in the house, mm-hmm. and like everyone was. And I, I don't know if she'll ever, you know, listen to this podcast someday <laughs> when she's old. But I hope she knows that she's like an amazing child. I just Aww. love this kid, and she got really into is really into audiobooks you know we don't i she doesn't she doesn't have her own ipad and she can't watch shows on an ipad and stuff like that kind of a hard line there but i do feel like audiobooks are okay (laughs) i think it's totally different you're like she'll like listen to books like you know um she really likes chapter books Mm -hmm. um so we listen to books from the library and when there weren't enough i started buying them on audible which by the way is expensive um but I don't know. She just did such a great job. And I was like, it's wild to see your kid get older and more like responsible and like self-directed. And I just love her so much. You know, I don't think everyone should have a kid, but if you want to, they can be great. And, (laughs) and four also, if you have a three-year-old, four-year-olds are a lot easier (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say about that she said light at the end of the tunnel y'all yeah i Mm -hmm. just feel like i'm seeing it it's not like she's perfect whatever she still like can freak out and like lose her mind um and be upset about things but like mean me too yeah same here (laughs) same hard same but i was just like amazed at how she was down to listen to her favorite stories and play with her stuffies in her room and what is she listening to um she's listening to ivy and bean she's listening to the amelia bedelia and friends they're like they're not the old amelia bedelia love amelia bedelia yeah but this is the these are like chapter books about amelia bedelia and her friends as as kids Mm -hmm. they're it's it's cute cute. um she likes it uh zoe and sassafras about this girl who um is a scientist and she helps magical animals in the forest okay i want to read that yeah zoe and sassafras is great um Oh, and then the De- Tales from Deco Drive. Anything by Kate DiCamillo, but she is an amazing children's author, Kate DiCamillo. And if you haven't read the Mercy Watson books with your kid, just do it. As someone here at the office recommended them to me, and I love them. All of the books she writes, but Mercy Watson and Tales from Deco Drive, yes. So cute. Okay. Well, it sounds like she's love a little my beyond baby. it, but um, can never recommend enough frog and toad i mean i have a frog and toad tattoo oh yeah so. okay well yeah. we can get into that it's such yeah. a joy i mean it's the joy frog and toads <laughs> life philosophy is my life philosophy yeah. it's i'm not getting out of bed it's too cold today <laughs> the things to do on my list if it's not too cold today bake cookies mm. see my best friend check the mail that's great 
What a life. What a life. And you know what? I think probably part of what I'm responding to, I like love books mm. and it's so cool to see my kid love books. Yes. And she's yeah. like actually learning how to read, which is insane. So cool, I, I yeah. try not to brag too much about her, but she's an absolute yeah, yeah, GD yeah. genius. And no, she, she's like sounds my out words. My mom was also super hyperlexic. Like she yeah. learned to read really, really young. It's really cool. I struggled to read. I didn't read. I mean, I, I read early, but I didn't like it. Yeah. And then it was like, I turned six and I was like, it's for yeah, that's about when I started to read, you yeah. know, and I, I read, as you know, we talk about yeah. books all the time. I, I, and I was, was reading a lot, like I was reading chapter books by the time I was seven. It was very, um, I mean, I've been process. the same person forever <laughs> where I wasn't good at it immediately, so I didn't like it. Yeah. And then I decided, oh, I am good at this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. I think fine. she also has a great teacher right now who's like very supportive of that. I love that. Yeah. So Makes shout out to her teacher. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to great teachers. Okay. What do we have for our, now that we've just talked about all the things we love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we passing is, on um, this week? Absolutely a doozy. And um, yes, you haven't even told me what it is because you're like, I've got a pass for you. Okay. What is it? <laughs> It's being admonished by the UN for <laughs> as a country for um uh I, I want I want to be clear our what, country is this our country our country oh, okay. the United yeah, States yeah. um out. we're being ad- admonished I'm I'm we're being chastised right I, I, this isn't like a legal thing I, I, we're just we're just you know do better they're, they're talking about us because Alabama is preparing. To execute somebody with nitrogen gas. Oh my god. It will be the first execution of its kind with nitrogen gas. Why? Because they tried to execute him with lethal injection and he survived. It's happened before. I feel like if you survive lethal injection, then you get, yeah, you get passed. So he was convicted of a hit on a um, preacher's wife. Okay. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the objections to this. Mm-hmm. First of all, he would be a guinea pig for this process. So messed up. We use nitrogen gas to put down animals. Okay. For large animals, it is suggested to sedate them before you do this. Because, yes, when you introduce nitrogen mm-hmm. into, instead of breathing oxygen, mm-hmm. you do pass out and die. Mm-hmm. However, in order to get only nitrogen into you you have to it has to be in an airtight situation so the way that they're going to administer this gas is through a mask that is not airtight so the legitimate concern is that oxygen will get into this non-airtight mask it's not they're not trying to make it airtight it's just like a mask that you you know like, like you, a doctor mat like uh-huh, when you're right, getting right. like, like nitrous get, or whatever when you get yeah when you get oxygen from the you know from in the hospital um that it'll leave him a vegetable, that it'll just cause him severe brain damage and leave him a vegetable because they're not going to sedate him before they do it. And so the UN is saying this, the, you no, no, this is considered a torture method. This is against at least two things, two treaties that the U.S. is bound by via the UN. I saw I that just, this morning. And this so then is, I yeah. had to fall down this rabbit yeah. hole to read. And so... In 2018, mm-hmm. Alabama became the third state, along with Oklahoma and Mississippi. Mm-hmm. This is straight from AP. You guys mm-hmm. can look this up. Yeah. 
um, to authorize the use of nitrogen gas um, to execute prisoners. Why are we voting in 2018 in new this ways wild. to kill prisoners? You know, that was wild to me in and of yeah. itself that we're still in this state. We don't do the death penalty. <sighs> yes, correct. And, and like I'm from Florida where like I had to drive through Stark, which is where old Sparky is, um, which is the electric chair. Um, and, you know, yeah, not to get political, but I'm going to say the first time I was really in the newspaper with my own writing was when I wrote a letter to the editor when I was about 10 years old saying that the death penalty should be illegal. <laughs> so this is not sure. an opinion. Uh, but like I, I and you know what? Somebody called my called my house. That was the olden days where you could find someone's phone number in the in the phone book and be like, and was like it was like an old man who's like never let go of your idealism and i truly don't think it's idealistic to just expect that we treat human life with respect i don't i just i don't think it's political to say that like we shouldn't be killing people along that line i but we should definitely not be torturing I, them correct i do not think that this is treating human life with respect Reg regardless of of where you stand on either line of the death penalty I also don't he, think you, you should force be, people to be doing this to you other will people. Will be asphyxiating somebody to death, right. and and giving somebody a hundred percent nitrogen causes them to lose consciousness because of lack of oxygen. If any oxygen gets into that nitrogen, your body will use it. <laughs> you start gasping for oxygen. It, it, it just you can't stop that from happening. So unless you're closing off an entire, it's just it's just it just ain't it. It just ain't it. No. And for the UN to come out and be like, hey, Alabama, maybe don't do this. That's wackadoodle time. Yeah. It is so insane that the UN is coming out and admonish, like admonishing us for the way that we're going to kill a single man who committed this crime many years ago that we already tried to kill to make right. It's just, it, it is so What is the goal weird. of it? It's you know? so weird. This is weird. This it's, is, it's try brutal. Try to think about this. Yeah. Try to think about explaining this to an alien. No, you can't. It is the And that's why kids thing. can write letters to the editor about it because they're like, this makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. You're telling me as a kid that if somebody punches me in the face, I'm not even supposed to punch them back. And, so and now you're going to kill somebody? And so here's from the AP. Here's what we have. And why, in 2018, three states voted for this to be a new way to kill mm -hmm. uh, prisoners. Much of what is recorded in medical journals about death from nitrogen exposure comes from industrial accidents where nitrogen leaks or mix-up have killed workers and suicide attempts. Wow, cool. Fun. Um, I'm going to anyway, say that's, that's a hard pass. Mm -hmm. So you guys can go down the Google rabbit hole like I did this morning. I was absolutely shocked and appalled by what I found. I mm -hmm. could not believe this in the year of our Lord mm -hmm. 2024 right. that this was something that I was legitimately reading about. And it was so poorly researched mm -hmm. and so poorly cobbled together um, in this way. Yeah. Um, and that they're it's just genuinely, disappointing. It's genuinely going to, I mean, it's probably going to happen. It's so disappointing that we live in there's like a lot of things i love about this country and there's like sure. this but this just so wild this failure to like truly think through what it means because even if even if you were going to say this person deserves to be tortured to death which i don't think anybody does yeah whether I don't you think, to make that decision or not yeah i don't think anybody does but you're still 
forcing, legally forcing now employees of the government to torture somebody to death, which is something we've decided is so bad, we will torture you to death for. It's just so circular, so messed up. Um, makes my past look stupid. Destiny. <laughs> I just don't understand why we can't. If this is the way, like, can we not lethal inject them again? Well, it clearly didn't work. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why though. There are ways, you know, to kill people. Whatever. It's. I yeah. You I know what? In the state of Oregon, we have physician-assisted suicide. Correct. So why can't you just use those drugs? Correct. Right. Exactly. There are. I mean. There's lots of ways. Human life is fragile. Certainly. He could touch a dime-sized amount of fentanyl. Right. There's lots of... There are lots of ways. Right. I just... I don't know. I have so many questions and so few answers. Mm -hmm. And if I, a humble local journalist, have this many questions and so few answers, I know people at the top have more questions and less answers. So... Anywho, Not that's cool. my pass. Okay, well, that's a good pass. Wild. Wild, and now my pass looks silly. <laughs> no, I think we could use maybe okay. some. Okay, well, I'm going to pass on Fast 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, I love this. Um, uh, okay, to fully, fully change gears. Those, there's lots of murder in Fast 10. I've never seen any of the Fast films. I really like the Fast films. They are ridiculous, silly, over the top, full of cars, which are bad. Family. It's about fit. <laughs> I've you never know seen them. that. I've seen you the, know that much. So I used to react to trailers with um, mm. my shout out to my friend Max mm-hmm. Barr, who doesn't work in news anymore. Um, but we used to watch trailers together and react to them. It's something I miss doing deeply. Yeah. And um, he his his Marvel. So my you know I get hyped about Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. His Marvel was the Fast films. So we would watch the Fast trailers. Wow. So I do know about them, but I yeah never seen them. Well. I don't like Jason Moma. Moma is that how you say Momoa. Momoa, yeah. Samoa? He's in. He's the best. He's the bad guy in this movie. Oh, he is. I love him. He's ob- like objectively attractive and f- and entertaining. There's something about his bad guy that just doesn't work for me. Maybe it's just is like because it you know he's like a goofy goober. Well, he is being a goofy goober as an evil guy. So oh. he's almost like trying to do a Joker, like a oh. like a Heath Ledger Joker, a mm. little bit. But like it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't. I don't work. buy mentally unstable from him. No, neither do I. He's too nice. Mm. So like when he's doing all this murder all the time, you're like, I just. I buy nice guy broken by like. But he was never nice. There's he's, he's supposed to be a sociopath. Mm, I don't buy that. It, it's it's impossible to buy. I from buy him. John Wick storyline yeah from, maybe. Uh, right Mola. right right yeah uh you want to hug him but yeah. he's in the, the bad guy doesn't work you know vin diesel gets worse every time yeah. <laughs> the story does not hold none of the stories have to hold together i was just like you laugh at fast movies there that's part of it does it need plot i kind of thought it was just like car porn in that it the plot was just like a lacy doily that you put on top to it's say that a it little bit plot. it's okay. a little bit yeah, yeah i don't know i mean like i really do like fast movies for the entertainment value mm-hmm. also okay i'm not going to give anything away that anyone this is not like a new movie it's out for free on prime now so obviously it's not a new movie yeah um it ends in a s- stupid cliffhanger with is it a car hanging off a cliff <laughs> basically <laughs> um could be but <laughs> yeah. uh 
the next movie isn't even scheduled to start production till 2025. So don't do that. Is Vin Diesel going to be alive? Is exactly. Is Vin Diesel, <laughs> his kid. So at the end of this movie, he's with his child, who's like, let's say six. Okay. Who's playing that kid in 2025? Maybe it's going to be a time jump, and the the cross necklace that Vin Diesel wears is going to be it's going to be a tight shot of the you cross know necklace. a lot it's going to zoom out she knows and it's a lot the, the, the child just, and he's going to be in his yeah. 20s and the Ooh. whole fast franchise is going to start over oh my god <laughs> well that would be one thing one option um they also shoved everyone into this movie and at the very end oh, oh my gosh the next one's gonna have the rock I, I think the rock is much better than Vin Diesel I much rather I see the rock friends they weren't friends yeah like in real life yes yeah well they're not together in this movie at all Oh, okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're not friends. Yeah, I thought they had real life beef. Yeah, they, they probably do because The Rock is better than Vin Diesel. Mm. Just kidding. I don't know. I don't know what it's the beef is. bald guy beef. Okay, anyway, um, didn't love the movie. Oh, I'm so sorry. Didn't get what I wanted from it, which was just an escape. Yeah. Just an escape. I had a, like, a very involved dream about Stellan Skarsgård last night. I just want someone to know that. Is he related to the other Scars cards? He's wait, isn't it or which one is maybe is Stellan the dad? Possibly. Who's the one who's the in um little uh, big little eyes? Alexander? Okay, that that was the one is I had a dream about. Alexander Scars guard. He was like my friend in the stream. Oh. Anyway, I haven't told anyone that and I just it just I just remembered. That was the kind of escapism I was looking for. And we were Alexander Skarsgård is my friend and we're just like going on adventures. You deserve that. I deserve that. Call me Hollywood. Call her Hollywood. <laughs> um, I think we used up our time talking about uh, I think we the death did. penalty. Um, and um, <laughs> You know, uh, before we go though, real quick, True Detective, are you watching? I haven't started it. Okay, you have to watch it. I know. We have to talk about okay, it. Okay, cool. If Jodie Foster doesn't kiss a woman in this movie or in this show, though, I'm going to be really mad. Okay, um, I have watched the other two seasons. So I haven't watched any of them though. So interesting. This is the first one. Jodie Foster got me in it. Okay, um, I like. <laughs> doesn't take much. Put lesbians in things. Yeah, I'll watch them. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I just haven't had the emotional bandwidth. That's very fair. Because I know I'm it's going to be a little a scary. Yeah. yeah, it is a little scary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. Thank you so much for joining us for Why Though the Podcast. If you have hot takes about um, mediocre media, you can text Lizzie about it. Yeah, you should definitely text um, me. And if you're Hollywood, you can also text yeah. Lizzie. Text the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then click the link and subscribe. We'll and you can here. also find us uh, OregonLive.com slash Why Though, W-H-Y-T-H-O. Oregonian's YouTube channel. Yeah. You can email me at lacker at Oregonian.com. Tweet me. Find us here next week. Whatever. Yeah. We'll be here. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Why Though the Podcast. Subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com slash pod support.